Hello and welcome to the Spirit of Praise broadcast. Coming to you from the Tabernacle of Praise Church International, headquartered in York, South Carolina, where our founder and overseer is Bishop Alfred Jackson. Copies of the message from this broadcast can be purchased at our headquarters in Monrovia at the Hope of Praise Church in Numatadia States, where Jackson G. Weah is pastor. We would love to hear from you, so write to us here in America at 229 Wood Street, York, South Carolina, 29745, or email us at tabernacleofpraise at msn.com. Thank you for tuning in and have a wonderful day. How quick? Amen. Why? Because he took the word that was spoken to him, which was a word in eternity. I didn't say I would work it out. I didn't say God is able to work it out. I heard the Lord say he would work it out, and I shared with him what I didn't even say God said. I said God will work it out. And he claimed that word, and he stood on that word. He brought that word into now. This is a word for me now. And he stood on that word, and look at what God did. God worked it out. God worked it out. God won't always work it out the way you think he'll work it out. But when you stand on that word, God will work it out. He will work it out. God will fix it so <laughs> that you'll get some return on your money. Hallelujah. You'll get some return on your investment. Are you hearing me? Come on, y'all. Listen. Listen to me. Listen to me. I was sharing with Sister Erica this morning. Something happened, you know, five years ago now. I had surgery, and so I couldn't pay the bill. All right? Thank you all for your help. But even with what, the, what you all did, the bill was still uh, what needed to be paid. Now, listen. I am not one to worry. I'm going to sleep at night. How many of y'all hear me say I'm going to sleep at night? I'm going to sleep at night. Are you hear me, hearing me? Because I know who's in control. I know that as long as there is God, there is hope for tomorrow. And I believe God. So, let me tell you something. God paid the bill. Amen. Through people, God paid the bill. Through help, God paid the bill. So a couple of months ago, I got a check in the mail. And I said, when I saw it, I said, these bills have been paid. And I opened the envelope. And it said, you overpaid. God has ways that you can't figure out. But you've got to trust God. Amen. And when you get the word of God, you got to bring it into now. Hallelujah. Listen, listen, listen. The word of God will come to us. And when the word of God comes to us, the word of God demands a response from us. It demands for faith to work because faith comes by hearing not Dr. Phil, not Oprah, not the six o'clock report, not the soothsayer, not the astrologer report. Faith comes by hearing the word of God. So when I get the word of God, the word of God requires an answer. It demands a response from me. Let's go to the word. Let's go to Luke chapter 7, Mark chapter 7. So Jesus left that place and went to the vicinity of Tyre. He entered a house and did not want anyone to know it, yet he could not keep his presence secret. 
In fact, as soon as she heard, say, say as soon as she heard. As soon as she heard about him, a woman whose little daughter was possessed by an evil spirit. She was demon-possessed. Somebody say demon-possessed. So many folk demon-possessed today. And in America, we're so immune. We don't want to talk about demon possession. We want to get people on pills. We want to get them to the psychiatrist. And they're demon-possessed. You can't pill out a demon. You can't medicate out a demon. You can't do medicate a demon. That's why you got to watch it. Watch those of you who have little children. Be careful what your children watch on television. Now, you may think I'm being super religious, but be careful what, what goes into your children's minds and eventually gets into their spirits. Be very careful. Because Satan comes in in so many ways. How many of you have been awakened in the night with dreams of stuff that you knew was evil? Tell the truth and shame the devil. Amen. The rest of y'all, y'all sleep peacefully all night long. <laughs> Ooh, Lord have mercy. Don't let me go there this morning because I'll go there and tell you some of the dreams you've been having. I'm trying to be nice this morning. But you know, I'll tell you some of those dreams you've been having. Amen. Mm. You be careful people trying to put you up in a soul tie with somebody. If you've been in a soul tie with somebody, you need to break it. Because God doesn't deal in soul ties. He ain't tying nothing to your soul. He that finds a wife finds a good thing. And he connects you and your wife in spirit. A soul tie is in the mind. And sometimes you can't get your mind off of that person because you've done some things with that person that you should not have done. And sometimes you've got these soul ties and you take these soul ties into your marriage and you need to be delivered from those soul ties because you've done something that you should not have done. And it's in your mind and not only will it stay in your mind, but if you're not careful, it'll get in your spirit. Please listen to me. We are not only living in the natural realm. We are living in the spirit realm. We are created in the image and the likeness of God, which means that we are spirit beings. Reality is in the realm of the spirit, and in the spirit realm, there is God and there is Satan. You got to understand this. Anyway, let me go back to the word. Ooh, is this happening about it? Please listen. Please listen. Just listen. I'm not going to finish all of this today. I, I realize that because uh, I don't know what the end of this is. <laughs> I really don't know what the end of this is. Ooh. So the woman, the child, the little child, show me a little child. Where's the little child at? The little child had an evil spirit. Lord have mercy. The little child. Y'all get an image of a little child. You say, well, Satan can't possess a little child. Yes, he can. That's why I said don't open your children up to demon spirits. And if you didn't understand it and you didn't know it and you've been letting your children watch all these foolish cartoons on television. 
And TV has been babysitting your children because you want to go wash dishes or you want to go do something else. So you sit them in front of the television. And now these little children can get your phone and they can do things on your phone that you can't do. Lord, that mercy little Carter be trying to get my phone. I know that they're teaching them right. But Carter knows how to operate a phone. He knows how to go to YouTube and other stuff too. So now listen to me. If you know you're on, the, you're on the internet, so you're navigating, you can click on stuff. You don't know you're clicking on. So they don't know what they're clicking on. And then stuff pops up, and they see stuff. And they see those little images, and they're doing things. And Satan is getting in their minds. Doesn't have to be on it. You're sending your children to school with people who are not learning what you're learning, who don't believe what you believe. So we have work to do. Let me go back to the word. I, I'm going to let you Lord have mercy. So, so, listen, the woman was a Greek. Say the woman was a Greek. She was a Gentile, right? She was not a Jew, okay? Ooh, listen to the Lord now. For those of you all who have been in church, you should know there's a difference between Jews and Gentiles, all right? The Jews are God's chosen people. The Jews were the ones who God sent the promise to. Amen. Jesus came first unto the Gentiles. Amen. All right. She was a Greek. Amen. And uh, born in Syro-Syrian Phoenicia, she begged Jesus to drive the demon out of her daughter. But Jesus' response was, first, that the children eat all they want. <laughs> For it is not right to take the children's bread and toss it to their dogs. Now, you know, we've talked about this before because most of us would have been offended if Jesus had said to us, what? You calling me a dog? And that's actually, and there's, 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 there's a meaning there, but, but you got to catch this thing now because this woman caught something that most people don't catch when they read this. It, 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 she wasn't concerned about, about being offended. Her daughter needed to be delivered. And the Lord said something that, that challenged her in her spirit. And that's why you have to be careful when you come to church and you get offended by the word of God. You need to be saying, God, how is that man speaking to me? Or God, how are you speaking to me through that man? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen to this word. I, 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 uh, it, don't, it doesn't feel good to my mind. It may upset me in my spirit, but maybe there is something in this that's speaking to my situation. So the lady said, Yes. What was her first response? Yes, Lord. But say it. What the lady realized was what was in the loaf was also in the crumbs. My God. If you bake a cake and some crumbs fall on the table, if there's butter in the cake, there's butter in the crumbs. If there's flour in the cake, there's flour in the crumbs. If there is flavoring in the cake. So in God, in God, I don't need the whole cake. I just need some crumbs. I need some help here and I don't need the whole cake. Just give me the crumbs. 
Some of y'all sitting back waiting for the whole cake. You waiting for the whole cake. You just need some of the crumbs. Hallelujah. Uh, I, I got a debt, glory to God, and it's $10,000. And I'm believing God to pay that debt. I'm waiting on a breakthrough. I'm waiting on for my debt to be canceled. But right now, God, I don't need the $10,000. Just give me $100. I'll pay 100 on my debt. Let me slow down. I shouldn't get this excited. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm. Mm. The Bible says that the word of God, the word of God, yeah, you better praise him. The, the word of God is established in the mouths of two or three witnesses. How many witnesses did this, did this lady have? So she didn't have a witness. She had a witness. God was a witness. When you receive the word of God, don't you think God witnesses to his word? So if you believe what God said, God said it, you believe it, that establishes it. Right there, that establishes it. You don't need another person. You're out here looking for somebody to agree with you about what God said. Thank you. We used to sing it, but I don't know if we really believed it. Some of us didn't believe it. God said it. That settles it. Hallelujah. Yeah, it does say two or three witnesses. But if you can't find a third witness, you and God is enough. You and God are enough. You and God are enough. Hallelujah. So when God says it, what do you say? When God says it, what do you say? Now, remember I said you got to go there with God. You got to go there with his word. So the word comes forth. There is no time for argument. You need some help. Ain't no time to be angry. And I know, you know, I've, we, we've gone through and we've taught about, you know, context and, you know, and interpreting scripture in context. And, but sometimes the Lord will speak to you out of context. Let me tell you, what we are bound by, God is not bound by. Even though, even though we, under, we need to understand the context, sometimes, my brothers and sisters, God just speaks, and you got to believe God. What is a rhema word? A rhema is a, is a revealed word to you. So even if it's something in the Old Testament, when it comes to you as a fresh word from God, God is speaking to you. How do you respond? And we have to learn, saints, if we're going to operate in faith, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not disqualifying anything that we've taught. I'm not disqualifying uh, 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 the, 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 the rudiments of quality biblical interpretation, uh, the standards of quality biblical interpretation. But one thing I, I understood when I went to seminary is that my professors had to teach from an academic perspective. They had to do it. And, and I went to a liberal school. It wasn't as liberal as it is now, but I went to a liberal school. I didn't go to a Bible college. I went to a liberal seminary, all right? 
And, and even when it came to things like systematic theology and stuff like that, they, didn't, they were not teaching me from a vantage point of faith. They may have believed it, but they were teaching from a vantage point of academics. And they were challenging me to, to use my mind. All right? It's my responsibility to, 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 to take faith into the situation. Am I making myself clear? It's my responsibility that when they taught me from an academic perspective, it was my responsibility to take faith into the situation. So when I hear the word, even if it's in the Old Testament, and I understand the context, if it comes to me as rhema, if I've been seeking God about something, if I've been praying to God about something, and then the Lord speaks, I need to respond Right now. Amen. Because that's, that's going into eternity and pulling, pulling that word out of eternity into time. And I need to say that like that lady said. Yes. She was a Gentile. She was a Gentile. This was not supposed to happen for her. Because Jesus went to the Jews first. Jesus was sent unto his own first. And he pointed that out. She is outside of time. Hallelujah. But through her faith, she pulled faith into time. She pulled faith into her situation. She pulled faith to speak to her circumstances in the now. And God said, Ooh, what did Jesus say to her? Are y'all there? Verse 29. What did he say? For such, and I'm reading from the NIV. Okay, let's read it together. One, two, three, go. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Let's speak with one voice. On the point of three. One, two, three, go. And he said to her, what version are you reading from? King James, NIV says, for such a response, because you responded to me in this way, she moved all arguments out of the way. She didn't let any arguments get in the way. Immediately she said, yes, Lord, even the crumbs, the dogs that fall on the table, ooh, Lord have mercy, the dogs can eat the crumbs. And he said, wow. Such faith. Are y'all with me? Immediately. When the, I'm going to stop at this point. There's a whole lot more to this message. But, but I hope this is enough for you to chew on today. So when the Lord speaks to you, how do you respond? You know, you got to stop saying, well, that's Old Testament. You got to stop saying, well, that's going to happen next year. You got to believe God for now because faith is now. So when you hear the word of God, it's important that you respond appropriately. Your response depends on where you are in the Lord spiritually. I'm going to stop at this point. I think I'll finish this message next Sunday because it's, it's 1230 already. I don't want to tie you out. 
she caught something that a lot of people didn't catch when she realized that what was in the crumbs was also in the whole loaf. And she responded appropriately. She said, but even the crumbs that fall from the table, the dogs can eat them. I'm not quoting it like she said it. And Jesus said, because, can that apply to you? Because of your response. What do you have because of your response? What do you have because of your response? So you go to the doctor, the doctor says, you got six months to live. And you know what I think about? When, when, uh, when Adam and Eve were in the garden and God came looking for them, and Adam said, we hid ourselves because we were naked. You know what God asked him? What? What? So you go to the doctor, and the doctor says, you got six months to live. Thank you. Who told you? You're not God. We'll come to church and say, whose report do you believe? We believe the report of the Lord. And go to the doctor, and then we start believing the doctor's report. Who told you? Well, Pastor, the test said. Thank you. It showed up on the report. I don't care. What did God say? Your response. Ooh, I feel like running across these pews. Lord have mercy. Uh, I, I feel like being wild today, but I, uh, oh, Sister Gordon, I feel like dancing today. Glory to God. When I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for me, glory to God. I don't know about you, but I know what he's done for me because I believe the report of the Lord. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I believe. what it is. I don't care what it is. You got to stop believing God. You got to start saying yes to the word of the Lord. You got to stop standing on the word of the Lord. You got to give the right response. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord have mercy. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Hallelujah.
Oh. In 2011, when I got sick, and yeah, I got sick, I preached that night, and Trevor was with me, and I could not, I couldn't see, glory to God, I was just dizzy, but I had to preach, and I went on and preached, and when I finished preaching, and I got back in the study, I couldn't move, amen, and I went to the doctor, and the doctor said I had a tumor, and I said to the doctor, that thing is not supposed to be there, when are you going to do the surgery and take it out, because I believe the report of the Lord, I believe that I was not sick, and the doctor said, and by his stripes, I believe God. Now did I continue to do some of the stuff I was doing? No. Did I continue eating like I was eating? No. Elder Stone used to come in. Joke about organic. Hallelujah. Just joke. I knew he meant well. You know, and I just laugh. And some other folk, you know, you still hear me talk about eating organic and eating natural, and you worry about how you're going to pay for it. Lord have mercy. But let me tell you something. You don't have to always eat organic. Just cut out all that canned stuff. Amen. And go get you some fresh stuff out of the freezer and cook it. Stop taking your children to the fast food places because you're putting disease in their bodies. Amen. And start. Oh, my goodness. Ah, Lord have mercy. So I, I, I had to do something. My faith pushed me to do something. Hallelujah. Because I was not going to be praying, God, I believe you for my healing, while I continued to do the same old stuff. But the first thing was to respond correctly. You didn't see me going around this church crying. Uh -uh, most of y'all didn't know what was going on. Hallelujah. I even told you, don't be calling up people telling them I had surgery. I don't want folk calling me. Oh, Lord. Uh-uh. Yeah, I, I needed some praying folk around me. After I had surgery, I got in my house where my wife would be going to work. And I put it on the faith channel. I didn't just listen to any preacher. Uh -uh, no, no, no. I didn't just listen to any preacher. No, I listened to faith preachers. I listened to people that preach faith. Because through what I was going through, I needed my faith built. Glory to God. I didn't need to listen to foolishness. I didn't need to listen to hooping and hollering. I didn't need anything to stir me. I just needed my faith built. Oh, glory to God. But it starts with your response. When the Lord speaks, you got to respond correctly. It doesn't matter what other folk have said. What does God say? Now, can you wrap your mind around that? Can you go there with God? God said it? Yes, Lord. Yes. Ooh, Lord have mercy. I don't need the whole loaf. 
I'm not even mad because I'm not a Jew. Call me a dog, just give me the crumbs. Mm. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Hold on. Let me tell you now, it's a continuous process because the devil will try to play with your mind. Yeah, he'll try to play with you. Every ache, the devil say, I see. Oh, no, 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 by his stripes. Mm. I'm healed. I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. Let me tell you something. If you're having bad dreams at night, before you go to bed, just ask the Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, just say to God, Father, I rebuke every negative thought that will try to enter my mind while I sleep tonight. Holy Ghost, I yield my mind to you. Fill me with the word of God. If I have dreams, let it be dreams of peace. Let it be peaceful dreams. Let it be joyful dreams. And then watch what goes on in your mind while you sleep. Because you're going to dream. You've got power. You've got authority. It's been given to you. But you've got to operate in this arena where God is, where faith is. And when you're in time, you got to learn how to pull through your faith that word out of eternity into time. Let it speak to you in your situation. That's Rhema. Oh, Lord. Don't worry about what's not going right. Uh -uh, No, no, no. Just continue to stand on that word. Hallelujah. Let's pray.